The following program is listener supported through Consider His Word Ministries. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. From the heart of the Florida Everglades, this is the Consider His Word radio program. Today we want to encourage you to consider what God says in His Word, the Bible. I'm Pastor Arlen Payne inviting you to join us as we open the Scripture together and consider His Word. Welcome to Consider His Word. Today we're going to be in Psalm 1. At least that's where we're going to start. We're going to eventually end up in Hebrews chapter 12. If you have a Bible, have access to a Bible, I realize you may be driving or something like that, but if you have access to a Bible, go and pick it up, grab it, open to Psalm 1, and join us as we consider His Word today. While you're doing that, I want to encourage you to go and look at our website at considerhisword.org. The website, you'll find a number of things. You'll find all of our messages that we broadcast on the radio programs, but you'll also find there a link that says, Contact Us. We would love for you to drop us a line, let us know where you're hearing the program today, and if you'll send us an address, we'll send you one of our little prayer journals. These little journals, it's a small notebook that will fit into a shirt pocket, purse easily into a Bible case or something like that. This is a place where you can write down prayer requests. I take mine with me to church on Wednesday night, and as prayer requests are given, I write them down in my prayer journal, and there I can pray for them all week long, and then I can go back and see where God has answered prayer. That's why we call it a prayer journal. Or just write little notes, maybe, that are important to you about your spiritual life. So, the little notebooks are absolutely free. We're not going to pester you for money or anything like that. We will not flood your mailbox or your email inbox full of messages requesting money. Just write to us. We just want to know where you're hearing us today. So you can do that through the website, considerhisword.org. You can email me directly at considerhiswordradio at gmail.com. Or as many do, you can simply write to us through the regular mail. It's interesting to me with all the technology, how many actual letters and requests we get for the prayer journals in the regular mail. Our address is Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. Let me give that to you one more time. Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, I want to begin today in Psalm 1, and then we're going to jump to Hebrews chapter 12, and you'll see why as we look into this psalm. It's a a great psalm. Many have memorized it. Maybe you have even memorized it. I think I had it memorized at one time. I'm not sure I could quote it again for you today, so I'm just going to read it. It's only six verses. I want to read the whole psalm. Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, 
nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous, for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Now what I really want to look at is the first verse of this psalm. Now it begins with the word blessed, which literally means happy. Happy is the person or happy is the man. And he mentions three things here. First of all, that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. In other words, who does not live according to the philosophies and to the thinking of this world, thinking that would lead you away from God, uh, thinking that would leave you to even totally uh, remove your faith from God, if I could say it that way. Don't listen to the counsel of the ungodly. It's interesting to me in my counseling, how many people have gone to maybe a psychologist and have tried to get advice, or they've gone to a psychic and tried to get advice, and finally they end up in my office seeking God for some advice. You know, he said, happy is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor, he said, stands in the way of the sinner. Now, the talking about standing in the way of the sinner does not mean that you're standing in his way that he cannot pass. What it means is that you are living the life that is ungodly, living the sinner's life, totally throwing out anything that God says, where God says, thou shalt not, you go ahead and do it, where God tells you not to do things, you just go ahead and do them. That's rebellion against God. When you stand in the way of sinners, he's saying you're going in the way that sinners go. That's the best way I know to describe it. And then thirdly, he says, it sitteth not, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Now, the scornful here are the scoffers who would look at the word of God and go, yeah, that can't be true. And they scoff at the Bible and they mock the Bible. They certainly don't believe the Bible. Scoffers, unbelievers, people who would turn you away from the Word of God, that try to explain away the Word of God, certainly does not believe the Word of God. Now, once you notice the progression, he said that walks not in the council, stands not in the way of the sinners, or sits in the seat of the scornful. So we have the walker, the stander, and the sitter. Now, what I want to show you is this. So, where does that leave us as Christians? Where does that leave us as believers in Christ? If we're not to walk, we're not to stand, we're not to sit. You know what the Bible tells us we are to do? Here's where we go to Hebrews chapter 12. The Bible tells us to run. To run the race that is before us. Let's read it. Go over to Hebrews chapter 12. I want to read the first two verses of the chapter. Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience 
the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. He says that we are to run the race that is set before us. And so for the next couple of programs, next couple of weeks, maybe three, I want to talk about this race. Are you in the race? Are you running the race? You know, here around the reservations, around the first of the year, they have a, a race called the Res Rally. Have many categories to run in the Res Rally. It's about three miles. Some run it, some walk it. I know many years ago, my daughter pushed our grandbaby when she was, a, I don't think even a year old, she pushed her the whole three miles in the Res Rally. That was a lot of fun. Don't participate in those much anymore. We did every year for, for many years. But as you know, last year I kind of broke a leg and that kind of has slowed down my racing. Used to be a runner. I think many say that. <laughs> they used to run. In high school I ran cross country and I always enjoyed that. But now as believers, he tells us we are to run the race. And I want you to notice a number of things about this race. Now it's not a competition kind of race. We are to run it with endurance. We'll come back to that in a little bit. I want you to notice, first of all, the participants, because I think this is important. He says, Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Now, who are these witnesses? Certainly in a race, there are many who stand by to watch and maybe cheer on their favorite runner. But who are those who are the witnesses. Who are those who are watching? I believe in chapter 12 that it's talking about the people of chapter 11. Now, Hebrews 11 is called the Hall of Fame of Faith. You go back and look at it, and it describes faith from the very beginning. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. He says, For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so things that were seen were not made are things which do appear. Now there he's talking about creation. By faith we believe the creation. But he goes on and talks about, I'm going to jump around a lot here. Verse 4, he said, By faith Abraham, by faith Enoch. Go down to verse 7, by faith Noah. Verse 8, by faith Abraham. Talks a lot about Abraham. He talks about so many that had followed the Lord in faith and had found great success in being faithful to the Lord. They ran by faith. But you know, there were many who suffered in the race as well. Go all the way down to the end of the chapter, beginning at verse 32. After talking about all of these others who, by faith, followed the Lord and lived for the Lord and trusted the Lord, it was not always easy. Verse 32, he said, And what shall I say? For the time would not fail me to speak of Gideon, of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, and David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions. There's Daniel. Quitched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, 
wax valiant in fight, turn to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, they were tempted or tried, they were slain. With a sword, they wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise, God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. And then chapter 12 begins, Wherefore we sing, we're compassed with so great a cloud. Of witnesses. They're your witnesses, the faithful. Many successful, many suffered. The other participant is us. Because then he says, let us. And he goes on, lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. <laughs> we are the other participant. I believe these are talking about believers, people who are saved, whether you know it or not, if you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your Savior, whether you know it or not, you're in the race. And he said, let us run the race. Let us run it with patience. Patience here meaning endurance, the race that is set before us. There is a race set before you. And I would ask you this, are you in the race? Or are you just sitting by the sidelines? Now, we're going to complete this message in the coming weeks. So join us again next week when we open the scripture and consider his word. God bless you. Consider his word. Consider his word. Thanks for listening today. Like us on Facebook and visit our website at considerhisword.org. This is Pastor Arlen Payne saying, till next time, God bless you as you consider His words. The preceding program was listener supported through Consider His Word Ministries.